Hello and welcome to this Life Changes podcast. You are now listening to one of our Sunday messages. If you'd like to know more about Life Changes, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Now lean in and enjoy. It's great. I am, yeah, I was here once before. I feel so really underqualified really to be here, you know, and I know why I am here. I mean, um, it's because, you know, Mark's busy, but um, he just wants to show me that he's actually funnier than me, but that's fine. You know, um, you know that, that there is a type of a, you know, sort of a minus, there is a sort of a fascination with people who have other lifestyles or other professions and, and they profess to be Christians, you know, I think that's always interesting, you know, they say, how does that work? You know, a comedian, Christian, <laughs> isn't that real? That's how does that work, you know? It's, and I think it is like any profession. No one says, oh, you're an accountant and a Christian. How? Oh, how does that work on the <laughs> year end? But um, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It, there, there is something about our li- life that people think, oh, you, you take drugs and you rock and roll. No, not really. Not so much. Well, maybe I just, I just, I just missed it, you know? I was, no one wanted to invite me to those parties. I don't know why. But... Um, um, I also, just um, while I'm talking about it, I, I am, I do suffer from, suffer, it's not really a disability, it's a different ability, but I, 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 I do, I have got ADD, ADHD actually, so please hang in there, if, if something isn't making sense, or I jump around a little bit, just hang in there, it'll maybe make sense, eventually, you know, like I said the other night, you know, it, there are advantages to having ADHD, there's a wild animal in the bush, <laughs> I will notice it first. Look, I could forget about it again and notice it again, especially. But you guys will still be looking at whatever, you know. And I, you wouldn't have, that line would bite you right on the, somewhere. All right. Uh, th- th- just, I think they put a photo. This is my family. Uh, I won't spend too much time on them because I've got a few things. That's actually a while ago. You know, I, I don't have anything from more than two years ago because I don't know if you're the same. They're all, it's hard to get them all in one place. Do you also feel like that? Life is so fast, eh? just hard to get everyone together, and so that's the only one I've got. They're all about two or three years older than that now, but and that's the only time I could get them looking. I look quite good there too, so, you know, you know that's fine. Yeah, you, know, you know when people say, oh, I'm not very, you know, I'm not very self-involved, not, you know, it's not all about me. You know, some people feel that, but then if someone takes a photo and you're in a group and, and they show it to you, who's the one you look at? First. Oh, that's a good one. You just somehow he's got a big snarly hang out of his nose or whatever, you know. You don't care about that. It's only about you, you know, how you look in the photo. I'm allowed to say snarly. Sorry about that. But um, anyway, so I'm just acknowledging those things. You know, my, my initial uh, response to church, you know, my wife invited me to church. Um, I grew up as a Catholic, which is also a Christian, I think. Um, Irish background. I, I, uh, when I was going to church as a child, it was in Latin, so, you know, hard to follow. You know, it's hard to really get involved, because it's hard. You know, just be quiet, you get a sweetie afterwards, and uh, that's what I had, and then uh, a lot of other stuff, and then when I eventually, you know, it was quite weak, I won't lie, the, this sort of church experience, like music, lights, you know, not pews, you know, sort of technology, Mics, you know, it was, it was, when I first arrived, you know, it's like, almost like, you arrive in the car park, and if you're new here, if you are just arriving, and you don't normally come to this church, I understand. 
As you arrive, people know you don't normally come here. I don't know if you know that. It's almost like meerkats in the car park, you know. You know, you just know that they know. Then, you know, you get in and everyone wants to shake your hand. Hi, you. Hi, hi. All the greeters. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, hi. Whoa. You feel like, you know, it's like, do you remember that program, Gladiators? Um, you used to get, have to get through all those people to get to the prize. You remember that? Well, it's like people like Granite had names and then you have to get past them. Ah, it feels a bit like that, but just with your hands. How are you? No, I'd love to see you. How are you? Like pa- pastor's palm, you know. <laughs> anyway, you get through, you get in, you get inside. It's like... You know, you, oh, I mean, it's aircon, woo, at the moment. You know, I came from Durban, ADD. Um, I thought, no, I heard it was going to be hot, but I thought it'll be fine. No, it's not fine. It's boiling. Okay. So anyway, aircon, you're sitting, well, then they, the music, boof. You don't know those songs. You don't know those songs. But the words are up. Hey. It's a bit like karaoke, except... The dot doesn't move. Am I right? <laughs> you don't know. Blah, blah. Ah. And then some guy behind, beside you, just having a, you know, wow, puts his hands up. Wow, looks at you. You know, you know I don't know. Plus, he's no deodorant. You know, it gets weird. <laughs> then the pastor comes up, young guy. Oh, how you guys? Blah, blah, blah. We just so got uh, the, the, you know, the collection. Almost like time slows down, you know. The basket, the collection. Collection. Dinosaur arms. <laughs> Don't even touch your basket. Just <laughs> Dinosaurs got short arms. I don't know if you know that. And they don't, definitely don't have any pockets. So you just... Ah. Don't touch the basket. It's t- you know, position is ten, nine-tenths of the law. Don't touch it. And so on. So it's weird. You know, there is a, there is a weirdness. I, I, I don't think... I think you need to understand. No matter what background, culture, but if you come from your community as your own, you know, uh, my church community, especially church, because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know it's supposed to be sacred. What's going on? You know, what, what are these people doing? You know, uh, and so I'm, I just thought, I, I, feel, I felt like that when I first started going to church. My wife invited me, and, and I know that's a real thing. If you get used to your own stuff, and, and it takes a while. So if you are in that position where you're feeling a little bit like, who are these people, and why are they not dressed? I understand. Just hang on to that thought for a while. Just put it beside you and just see if it makes sense. That is, give us the benefit of the doubt for now, you know, especially me. Give me the benefit of the doubt. Now, the church. That's what I'm going to talk about today because I thought that was, you know, uh, an interesting thing. Our ch- the, ch- the church, what is it? How did it start? How did, how did this end up being like this? The thing about the church is uh, things have changed over the years. Church almost... I won't say nothing is recognizable, but the one thing that has always been within the church is that the church has always met. Always. It's never been that we have church and people didn't meet. It's people have always, always met. I mean, I was doing some research uh, this week. I, 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 I bumped into the sort of a precursor to the church when God is speaking to Abraham, or Abraham at that stage. He's a 99-year-old man, and he, and he, st- he establishes the precursor. to. The, some of you will know the story. It's actually a great story. Uh, can you just bring it up? Uh, this is the only sort of long piece of Scripture. I'm just going to read it, guys, and if you can just stay with me, that will be awesome. When Abraham was, 90, Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Then it will make my covenant between me and you and 
will greatly increase your numbers. Abram fell face down. And God said to him, as for me, this is my covenant with you. I will be the father. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will now be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant. Okay. And as an everlasting covenant between me and you, your descendants after you for generations to come to be your God and to be the God of your descendants after you. It's, it's, God is going to, have, uh, uh, he's being very specific. Remember, up to this point, covenant, there was no such thing. You know, it was just like, like we know now through scripture that God is involved with everyone's life, right? It's not like no one draws a breath without God being involved. You know, it's not like, oh no, I don't need, no, people say I don't need God. That's only because you don't know who God is. God is responsible, and Jesus especially is responsible for every breath. Holds all life together, whether you acknowledge him or not. That's certainly the biblical perspective on, 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 on this thing. Now, I, I've got, there's a, a few more scriptures which I'm actually not going to go to. Because this is also the part where God talks about circumcision. Do you remember that? This is the part where he says, now all the men in your household need to be circumcised. Okay? Sarah's going to get a child because now at this stage, Abram has already heard this story before and he's already got another child by some other woman. It's, you know, the Bible, it, you know, if I was writing it, I would, I would just, you know, it's like, you know, it starts off good. Right, there's going to be this thing. Awesome, blah, blah, blah. In the meantime, I'll just go and sleep with my wife's maid. <laughs> Let's edit that part out. We don't need that part. It's almost like it's almost like it's real life. Hey? It's almost like you get into life and it gets messy immediately. <laughs> no one else is laughing. Okay, you know, you know, put on a holy face. No, it's only me. It's only me. No. Anyway, so God says, I've got a good idea. Let's start this thing called circumcision. You know, Abraham must have been an amazing leader. That's what I think. I may imagine going home that day. You know, after this talk with God, you know. To his men, cause gathers everyone. Men gather, 99 year old. Men gather around, gather around. Because the whole household, remember, had to be circumcised. Gather around, men, come close. Come close, Sarah. Lock the doors, lock the doors. Okay. Um, you know, God has spoken. Yay, covenant. Oh, don't worry. It's a, what is it? Like a, it's like a contract, but you don't need a sign. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, no, no, no. Don't worry. That's leadership, you know. Yeah. You know, they, they say lead, leading people, uh, leadership is moving people from here to there. Have you heard that idea? That's leadership on that day. Abraham, a 99-year-old man, moved those people from here to about there. I don't know. Anyway, you know, just slightly shorter. Anyway, that's not important. Imagine. Imagine. I mean, God had to be involved. Imagine if someone came to you and said, yeah, don't worry, we're just going to chop a bit of your arm off. God said so. And that's only your arm. Also, I think... I also think, isn't it amazing that the idea of circumcision, and I'm not just landing on this for the sake of like, you know, like toilet humor, I'm, I'm not. It, there is a sacredness with the pussy. Like, it's, it's not that everyone sees, it's not like a tattoo on your neck or your back or a scar on your face, which a lot of other um, cultures have. It's visible. The mark of God is, is outward, but it's, 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 you don't show, every, you know, like you say, hey, have you seen this? Even then. <laughs> I don't think so, you know. It's visible, but it's hidden. It's a, God marks us. 
Right from the beginning, he says, this is my mark. I, I leave it on you. And it's an, there's, a, there's a degree of intimacy with it. You know, hard not to. In the last of you, I don't know if anyone's been for a, a medical examination, really, and they said, take your clothes off. You're like, ah. Oh. You know, it's a profession and everything, but you don't want to be naked in front of that hey, person. You know, maybe only me. I, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to. It, it's, a, it's, vulnerable, it's vulnerable. And almost God puts us in that vulnerable position right away. He says, this is not just about rules and regulations. This is about intimacy. Straight away, you know, in that. And um, uh, we carry the, the mark of God. That God has set aside this idea that we, the people who are believers, that in fact we have been set aside since the beginning of time, since the creation of all things. God had us in mind for this. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's, it, 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 I, I, often I can't believe it because they say, surely we'd be, be, we'd be better at it. You know what I mean? Do you also feel like that? Like if this is the community, it looks it's very, gr- it's very gritty. You know, it's not perfect, hey? So it's like, surely it's, you know, there should be music and everyone should just be understanding and blah, blah. And it, and it really, it really, it really isn't. Um, you know, I, I realized a, a, a few years ago was that when I grew up, the, the saying, do not use the Lord's name in vain. You know, that, that, that in a way, I thought that was saying things like, you know, you hit a bad shot in golf and you said Jesus. And that's not great. But I think there's a far more profound version of that. And that is that we as Christians or as believers, we carry the mark of God, you know. And then we, we, we cheat on our wives. And we don't pay our taxes. And then people say, wow, is that what being a Christian is? Eh? That's, phew, hope that's working for you. You know, surely that is really using God's name in vain. We carry His mark. We carry His name, and um, and um, because what actually goes on inside? I, I'd like to bring up um, Matthew uh, Matthew sixteen. If you could just bring that slide up for me, that would be great. Because when I first went to church, I thought, who organized this? You know, is this a money making thing? Look, I know how much these lights cost. Maybe it is. I don't know, but. You know, who organized this? What is this? What is this? Why does it need to be this way? And then you have to keep reminding myself that Jesus, this is Jesus speaking. He says, I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Okay, there's an, also, I love that because there's an attacking quality to that. There are some... Um, uh, uh, some of the, 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 some, sometimes this verse is spoken in a way that that it's an offensive thing that like, you know, it won't be broken down. But really, it's a sense that you're victorious. The church will be victorious no matter how flawed we are, you know. Incredible idea, uh, you know. But Jesus sets it up. Jesus says, it's my idea. It's actually my church. Get on with it. And if you know Peter, he was a very flawed guy, you know. Certainly in the beginning when this was said. I mean, he was a, he was, yeah. <laughs> so, this you know, I don't know if you've ever re- read the Bible, and a verse you might have read like 15 times, maybe, if you're a big reader, and then suddenly you see something, you say, I don't know how I missed that. Have you had that? Have you guys had that? Amazing. This, just, if we can go to the, the, um, the Luke uh, 8 slide, please. I think it's the next one. Now, Jesus' mother and brothers 
came to see him, but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to see you. He replied, this is Jesus, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put them into practice. Now, is that, is that like just, is that poetic imagery? Now, what is Jesus actually talking about here? Is he saying that, he's obviously talking about us, the community of believers, okay. But what does that actually mean? Does it mean that, you know, we, 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 somehow we, like, I think sometimes churches have, have used this verse to create sort of a culty, you know, those cult, don't worry about those people, it's all about us, let's make a, let's make a huddle, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's quite, that's quite scary, really, because I think God is all about families, and you see that whole way through the scriptures, families, I mean, the, the paramount, the, the unity of the family and how that works, and, and about being rest, restorative, rest, creating restoration within the family. But in this context, I think it's, it tells us something about how we've got to see each other. Because I don't know about you, but because, you know, we're supposed to love our enemies. And believe me, you're going you're to meet some of them at church. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no, you know what? Because what, what Jesus is saying is, not only, there's something, this is a different type of, something mysterious is going to happen. In order to really understand God, we need to see people. Almost like you're my sister. And if you were my sister, how would I feel about you when you were in trouble? You're my brother. When you were annoying, what would I do? You know? Because let's be honest, no one irritates you like your family. I don't know how, it's almost like they have the inside line on the red button. Ah, you know what I mean? Just want to kill them. I don't know, you know, you know. We have, I have a small group, and, and, and you know, sometimes when people come in and they're new and they think it's going to be a really like a holy session, like, yes, well, you know, and I say, and they ask me how things were. I say, no, this week I really, really wanted to kill my son. They're like, haha. I say, no, no, really. I'm like, oh, oh, are we talking? Oh, oh. So you give people permission to be real. You know what I mean? Because that's the real stuff. You know, if, if no one's close to you, they can't really hurt you. And there's a temptation in our world to say, we'll just keep everyone at, we'll keep everyone at arm's length and we'll talk nicely to them. Hi, church hug. Don't get too close. Okay, away you go. But actually, that's not the biblical perspective. The biblical perspective is you meet people. You see Christ in them. You learn to love them. Incredibly. Like some guy, you just see, I'm, I've got nothing in common with that guy. You think, he's, he's this, he's that. He comes to church, you get to know that person, you see Jesus in him. You have a connection with him that you do not have with anyone else. It is the most amazing thing. It is, I can't explain it. If you told me it was going to happen, I would say, you, you, I, am an, I am actually an introvert by nature. I know that's hard to believe. Um, do you know what an introvert is, by the way, guys? You know, do you know what the definition of an introvert is? Someone, it's not somebody who doesn't like people, it's someone who refuels and refreshes on their own. So I'm easily overexposed. I, I, you know, too many people eventually, uh, uh, it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, sensory overload, ah, got to hide in the cupboard, come out again, hey, how are you? You know, um, you, know, you, you know, that's an introvert. An introvert is not somebody who doesn't like people, someone who is easily overstimulated by outside, and, and especially if you're ADD, this uh, noise I'm seeing that guy's thinking, is he, is he, uh, uh, <laughs> meltdown. Okay, so, 
please forgive me if I'm, I'm, I'm not making any sense. But if you, some of you will relate to that, you know, because some, you know, you know, those extroverts, they just love being around people. How are you, boy? How are you? You know, I'm like, hey, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't. That's not my authentic self. My authentic self is I'm fine for a while, then I need to be by myself, you know, and that's okay. You know, that's okay. That's part of our community of believers. I, I'd like to talk about what I was like when I arrived at church. My wife invited me to church. She said, just, will you keep me up to, how much time? We're still good, eh? How much? 20, good. I arrived at church. I didn't know that I was a wreck. I, I, uh, for those of you I've spoken to before, about six years before that, um, seven years before that, I'd lost my, we'd lost our youngest in a car accident. The car actually rolled over in the driveway, and uh, she was just a baby. And um, just devastated. I, I, I was devastated. I mean, those of you, most in a congregation this side, pain, people know, you live long enough, there's good news and bad news. The good news is, it's a gift, it's wonderful. The bad news is, pain is coming. Proper pain, you know. Because if you care, then you, you, then you have something to lose, you know. And, and I lost my youngest, and I tried to manhandle that on my own. I tried to be there for my wife, tried to do all the right things. I wasn't a believer. I just slowly died. Literally, just like flatlined emotionally for like six years. My wife was not like that. She went straight. She ran straight to Jesus. But I thought that was wonderful, by the way. I said, hey, that's good. That's some, it's working for you. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to, and I'm not going to run to Jesus now because now it's a crutch, you know. What does that actually mean? Anyway, she invited me to church. She said, you know, uh, Aaron, I heard some uh, research on, on uh, kids and church. Because I now had three, uh, you know, had three, three more kids by this, this stage. I said, um, I've heard some research on church. She said, if I take the kids to church every week as the mother, the kids will see church as a type of hobby. I don't know where this research comes from to this day, by the way. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not even sure if it's real, but I think it is. But then she said, but you know, if you come to church even once or twice a year, the kids will see that as something to consider as a reality. The father sets the tone spiritually. I was like, I was in the bath, I remember. Oh, nice. I had nothing against church. I just, you know, it wasn't that I was anti-church at all. Anyway, she says, so do you want to come? I said, no, I'll come. It's fine, fine, fine. And then I arrived in the lights and I'm in the game as well, you know, sound. And yeah, I'm just like, hey, I know how much that costs. I know how much that Dinosaur arms. All right. Um, you, 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 you understand? I had this whole thing of playing in my brain and, and no one was in the right job. You know, the, the, the pastor looked like a bouncer. You know what I'm talking about, Mark? Um, you know, not you. You know, the massive oak. It looks like, ah, scary guy. And then no one, like, like all these people. Like, like, it's not what I expected. No religious tones, you know, just normal speak. And I was kept looking for the angle, you know, looking for the angle. Bad acting here, I can just check, and then they're going to suck me in. All right, so. But then, I, you know, I, I, I just, there was something incredible. Not only was the teaching good, it's almost like every week, he just was reading my emails, and he was just talking to me. You know that? I said, you know, I don't know about this God thing, but wow, this on the social side and relationship, he's got it waxed. You know, he's just talking straight to me every time. Every time, it's for me. He's even looking at me sometimes. I'll just look away. So I kept going, kept going, kept going. And I was, then eventually, I'm the first talk in the car. Come kids, we're going to be late. Get in the car, get in the car. Church, you know. I was sitting in church. 
I just remember being so tired. It wasn't an altar call. It was just like a normal preach. I had this encounter with, with Jesus. And I had this voice said to me, well, first of all, I had this picture of myself like exhausted, hanging on a branch, like over a cliff. You know, have you ever seen those movies where the car goes over the cliff and then you think he's dead and then you look over and the guy's hanging on? Have you seen those? Uh, those are old movies. Now they fly and get back in the car. And pull up. I don't know. But anyway, that was what I was. I was hanging on and, and, the, and, and the boy said to me, let go. I said, no, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Who no. What if you're just in my mind? <laughs> you know, maybe I just had too many spicy sausages yesterday. You know, you know that vibe? You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying, yeah? This is just me manifesting. You know, you just start having a chat with yourself. I don't even know if I'm real talking about you. I don't know. <laughs> kind, patient. Again, let go. I said, no. Lord, if you're real, if I let go and you're not real, I'm going to just smash into a million pieces. I said, let go. I'll catch you. I remember just sitting there. I said, right, okay. This is it, Lord, I'm letting go, and I'm just, you need to catch me now, because, poof. And that was the day that my life changed, you know. The idea of being renew, made new, renew, you know. We live in a world where the new thing is the fad, you know. Hey, it's not new, it's not, the new, what have you got? iPhone 6, 7, come on, the 9 is out, What's, you know. I don't think God is in that, not business, but God's focus is very different. God is into the renew business. I renew you again and again and again. You know, and, and, and then when you're down again, he'll renew you again. And every time we, we are, the renewing of our mind, we are transformed, the scripture says, by the renewing of our mind that God, when, and especially when we ask for help. I've realized that I thought I gave God all my life. I listened to Lord, but I didn't even know who I was, you know. And then all these other things would stop popping up, and I'd say, oh, I'll have to hand that over as well. Oh, there it comes. And what about that? Oh, you know, this journey, this journey, this journey. And imagine when you gave your life, and we just went, boof, and you just were like, halo saint. <laughs> You'd come outside. None of your kids would know who you are. Your wife wouldn't, wouldn't know you. Anyway, um, whatever. You know, you, we, 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 we are transforming as fast as we're able to let go. So that we can still be us. So we're still us, but we're a brilliant version of ourselves, you know. We're the God version of ourselves, you know. And, and, th- and that takes time. And sometimes we make it longer than it needs to be because we just hold on to stuff we think we are about. Anyway. And, you know, I don't know how you feel, but I've tried to manage that process a lot. So I say, Lord, I've got a great thing going on. Woo, you're going to love it. It's, we're going to do this. The house, I think it needs a, something. And I want to really make the place nice, my wife. And, you know, let's, so let's get onto that. Let's move into that. Let's go. God's saying, no, no, we're going, we're going over here. No, no, Lord, first let's get this right because imagine the good mood she's going to be in. Woo, I'm going to be serving her. It's going to be awesome. Let's go over here. Woo, 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 this way. Does that ring any bells, guys? Oh, my bank account, Lord. I think we just need a couple more zeros in there. Without the minus. Come on, Lord. Come on. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We're heading somewhere else. You know? I, I want Lord to fix up my shack. 
you know, let's fix it up. He says, no, 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 we're building something else. You know, we're building a palace. We're building a palace because I'm going to be living in it. You know? God has got bigger designs for you than you know, guys. I want to just tell you that. I have to tell myself that too. It's not about a small life. It's, it really isn't. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And the church is where life happens for me. Without the church, I would not be here. I don't even know if I'd be married, guys. Because I was just so empty. I didn't even know it. I was completely self-deceived. I was, I, you know, I was so angry. So, so many bad things. I don't know how my wife put up with me. Honestly. Thank, thank you, Lord, that, 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 that Jesus was in her life because it allowed her to put up with me. <laughs> she laughs like that also. Anyway. Because the church is where life happens. And it happens for me and it will happen for you. Okay, so let's just have a look at the two descriptions that are, that are sort of prevalent in the Bible, I think, just so that you realize I'm not just hunting on. Uh, the church is the body of Christ. That's the first one. The church is the bride of Christ. I quite like the body of Christ because we all get to play different parts and the spiritual gifts. We don't have time to go into that today because there's a supernatural part of, of this as well, not just about getting on, that once you enter into this community, God gives you new things, spiritual Things like uh, Mark was saying today that we need to raise up people because that's actually your destiny within the, the body of Christ is to have be given new supernatural qualities. Like if you told me 10, 15 years ago I'd be preaching in a church, I'd say you're smoking crack. Literally, I would tell you that. I'm allowed to say smoking crack in the. No, probably not, but anyway, I'm leaving. You know, it's just unbelievable. But yet, I feel that God has given me. A, ma- a mouthpiece for that. Uh, not, not just to talk in public, but uh, uh, my own understanding of the scriptures and so on. I sometimes say, that's so amazing. It's a gift, you know. I'm, I'm not a great counselor because, I, uh, uh, you know, I get irritated. I get to the point. <laughs> you know, ADD, get, get, quit, let's get there. That's not my gift. There's other people who've got that gift. My gift is, I see the truth in that. I, 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 yes, I think that's right. Uh, whatever that is, uh, I may not ex- explain it very clearly at times. The bride of Christ, on the other hand, I think is a far more difficult concept for men. You know, you get this idea as a prison, you know, you're the girl. No, um, um, maybe only me. Because um, there, is, there is a weakness. You, 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 you are the weaker. You are not part. You are also the weaker. So God is both, we are both in Him and part of Him, but we are also relationally beside and less than, you know, or more vulnerable than. And I don't know how that makes you feel. Probably before I was a Christian, I didn't like it. Bride, I'm not, I'm not a bride. I don't even like when my pants are too tight. I don't, I don't like, I don't like anything like that. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, I can fix it. I can lift a car by myself. But I'm telling you guys, men, you want to experience God's grace, you've got to give up some of that. Because eh? that's the way of death. The pride that comes from self-sufficiency. And I'm good enough. I Just a little bit of religion to go with it, then you know she'll think I'm a good guy. Death. Surrender is life. Surrender is life. Because you have to be strong enough to surrender. You have to know that you're secure in Him. Say, Lord, I realize I need you. I am the weaker. I am the weakest sex in this context. You know, we are all there. And by the way, I don't think that women are the weakest sex. 
you know, in our relationship because the other night it got cold and Lisa was pulled the blankets and then I couldn't, I couldn't move them. Anyway, I just want to say that. But then in the morning she asked me to open the jar. It's not important, but I'm just saying there's also some role play going on there, you know, to make us feel good, but it's fine. Um, now, the school of love. This is the school of love, guys. This is the school of love. Can you believe it? The church is the school of love. Is it easy? No. Is it worthwhile? Yes. Is it awesome? Sometimes. But it is always glorious. All right. Anything worth doing has got some grit in it, you know? You know? The school of love. Are you going to get irritated? Absolutely yes. But you know what's going to irritate you the most? The things that are going on in you. You know the things that irritate you in other people? It's the stuff you don't like about yourself. This is the perfect place to work that out. We add our humility. We say, Lord, help me. Lord, I, that guy irritates me. If, if I had a balaclava on right now, I didn't know who I was. I might karate kick him in the toilet. But I know that's not your way. Your way is me to find out what is it between us. How is this happening? What, is it, what are you triggering in me that's not allowing me to love you? What is happening here? You know? Can, can you help me? We stick with it. That's what the, that's what the body of Christ does. We as, as, as the church, we stick with each other. Even the ones that irritate us. And that's why in the scripture says you love with the love of Christ. If you're doing it on your own steam, you're going to die. You're going to smile and that's all. And eventually you're going to leave and you're going to hate the pastor because he said something he didn't like. But actually it's because you are not able to surrender That I'm, 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 otherwise, I'm talking about myself here. Sorry, if I'm looking at you, I'm just I'm projecting on you what I actually I'm saying about myself. I am that guy, and I'm just saying it out loud. I want to be the smartest, cleverest, not good looking. Obviously, I've already lost that battle. Um, you know, whatever, whatever. I want to be the look at me. I'm a nice guy. I want all that. That's the that's the shadow mission of my life. But I bring that under Christ. I say, Jesus, help me, please. Help me that when people want to raise me up to say, you're such a gay, you're so funny, you go, and I want to own that and say, that's right. I say, Lord, is that the truth? Is that going to get in the way of our relationship? A little bit, eh? That is. Lord, help me see the truth when people are, are edifying me. Let me see the truth in that. Will you give me discernment in that process to say, no, no, no. Thank you. You are bringing joy, but just remember who you are. You are based in me. Because now you step away from me and think you can stand alone, you're going to fall. So, I, I am. Um, so, we need to redeem the world, guys. Um, we're not, this is not a holy huddle, of, but soldiers. You know, <laughs> I wrote that. We are co-workers in Christ to redeem the world. But it's here that we're fed spiritually, intellectually, relationally, so we can be a light in the world. We need to shine, you know. And you know, we only, you only see who's shining when it gets dark. When everything's good and you won the rugby, everyone's happy. When you lose the rugby, I'm happy because I live in Durban. No, I'm kidding. Okay. No. No, no, that's not true. I do live in Durban, but I wasn't that happy because I couldn't really express it because everyone else in the room was, you know, Western Province supporters. They're like, yeah, I think I'll have a steak there. <laughs> Trying to be gracious, you know, you're invited down to preach. You know, you don't want to be like, I told you, you sucker, what I told you. Uh, uh. But anyway, <laughs> no, it's only what was going on on the inside. Okay. I want to just put this up, uh, and this is sort of the final, sort of, if you could just bring the, that last slide up for me. Uh, thank you. 
I'm the way. This is one of the most well-known scriptures in the whole of the Bible. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I, I love this. I love this. Probably my favorite scripture. Jesus is the way. But let me tell you, we need the church to shine a light on that path. You know, you're, you're, the church is plan A, plan B, plan C, D, and all the other Greek letters. There, there is, this is the plan. You are the plan. Okay. This is what Jesus says. You know, it's high risk. Risk and reward. It's almost like, you know, I sometimes think with, with God, he's, he's so... It's like daring, you know, allowing the children to play with the plutonium, you know. Surely, shouldn't be allowed. This is such a sacred thing, and yet he's given it to us to talk about and minister to others. And, and yet he says, don't worry. Let me take the pressure off. I'm going to win anyway. No matter how bad you are. No matter how, what you know, no matter how many crazy pastors there are there, you know, drinking doom and petrol, all these guys. And people say, ah, oh, Love your, en- love your enemies. You're going to find some of them in church, you know. It doesn't mean that we let, you know, people say, you know, you won't believe what's happening in, you know, the, these guys are the church. You know, I say, you are the church. <laughs> if there's a problem, you better get to it. You are it, not this side. I mean, he, Sam, he's the guy that answers all the complaints. <laughs> I'm sorry I wrote from the message. That was the problem. Don't, don't do it again. You know, whatever. <laughs> he takes it, but it actually it's not his response. We are the church. We need to step up. We do. Because if, 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 if it doesn't reside in each one of you, to, the leading where you need to lead, it doesn't work. You know? That's how we grow. You don't grow by, by staying where you are. Jesus is pulling us out saying, come on, come on. Not in a, not, not in a booger me, not in a look at me, but in a way that says, the world needs me in whatever context. Let me leave my pride behind and step out because that's where life is. So the first thing is that I am the way. The church must shine a light on the path. Jesus is the truth. This is often revealed and worked out in the gritty but divine community. This is a divi- Say to each other, we are a divine community. Actually, say it. We are a divine, divine, divine. The mystery is here. You know, you just don't see it. You don't see it from on top. You don't see it. You don't see a white. You don't see a helicopter view on it. There's something amazing. You take it for granted sometimes. Called the church. Jesus is the life. Not life. Life. And we need to be brave enough to step into that life. And I'm so grateful. If it wasn't for a community like this that you have, I, I don't know where I'd be today. I'm so grateful to Jesus for, for, for guiding me into a place when I was at rock bottom, absolutely at rock bottom, to redeem me and give me a purpose and restore my life. And I mean, I've still got challenges. You can see I've got a lot of challenges. But God is with me and that's okay. Sometimes challenges are great because then you really need him. When you think you've got everything waxed, <laughs> then you're really in trouble. That's what I know. <laughs> and, you know, we, and we need grace. Grace is a super, it's the nos in, in fluids, nos. It's like it's the supernatural jet fuel that we just don't need it for forgiveness. We need it for life. Grace is for life. The saint burns more grace than the sinner ever will because everything they do is done in God's grace. That's all I have to say today. You know, would you mind if, I, if we pray together?